I'm going to read to you from the New King James translation. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. His father-in-law held a position where he was the priest of Midian. And he, Moses, led the flock to the back of the desert, and he came to this mountain called Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord, verse 2, appeared to him in a flame, a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. I want y'all to learn that word, midst, not mist. That's two completely different things. I'm trying to help somebody. Praise him. The midst of the bush. So he looked, Moses, and behold, the bush was, watch this, burning with fire. But, look at somebody say but. But the bush was not, hallelujah, consumed. Look at two people and say burning, but not consumed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to hear a word from you. We pray now that you will speak in this place. Thy servants wait to hear from thee. Rain down upon us like manna in the wilderness and feed us today until our bellies are full and we are able to consume no more. I pray, O oh God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight. Lord, I thank you for being my strength and I thank you for being my redeemer. This is my prayer in Jesus' holy and righteous name burning, but not consumed. We have reached the time of the year first, Antioch, where the weather is changing. Temperatures are on a roller coaster, but they have been a little bit on the cool side here as of late. The cooler outside temperatures mean that people are turning on their heat on the inside. Many of us heat uh, by electrical sources, but some others still use instruments such as the burning of fires to create heat. A fire in the winter is good for keeping the body warm. If I was camping, I might use fire to cook my food. In many instances, fire can be used to create light in a dark place. But what happens when the fire touches my body? I'm not talking about the heat from the fire, but the fire itself. If I'm not careful, my body can obtain burns and bruises because of the fire. You see, human flesh is not fire resistant. If it is, and if it is overcome by the fire, the body will burn until one of two things happens. The fire goes out or the body is destroyed. Now, I make these two points this morning to signify that fire has both its benefits, but it can also cause harm. I found that fire has ecological benefits to the earth. In my studies, I found that sometimes there are controlled fires. These are used to destroy, um, in many instances, the buildup of dead or decaying plant life. Without these controlled fires, the decaying plant life can become an obstacle, watch this, to the growth of organisms within the soil, which will keep them from accessing the necessary nutrients they need to survive. I'm going to repeat that point one more time because some of y'all missed it. That which is dead and in the way, Jesus Christ from Nazareth, can sometimes stunt 
or prevent the growth of those who desire to grow. In fact, nutrients can be returned to the ground from these controlled fires, which also allows new plant growth to expand and certain animals and organisms to continue their own growth. Look at somebody and say the fire is good. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've looked into the process of purify, purification and, and how precious metals are purified, such as one that we call gold. I found that gold in its natural state is mixed with several other minerals. These minerals can be separated from the gold after going through an extensive process of heat exertion. In my studies, I found that the melting point of gold is said to be, I looked at a couple of different places, but most of them agreed that it's around 1,900 and 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, I don't know if you realize that's a little warm. That's a little bit on, on the warm side, okay? That's, that's a lot of heat right there. This is the melting point of this precious earthly metal called gold. In other words, in, other, in order for gold to become the precious metal that looks so nice on our rings and bracelets and necklaces and, and other jewelry, and in order for gold to obtain its true value, it has to first be refined by heat and by fire. What are you trying to say, preacher? I'm glad you asked. I'm saying that if I'm careful, the fire of life can be good for me. But if I'm not careful, fire can be harmful to me. The difference is made when God is in the fire. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, he's got to be in it. He's, he's got to be in it. He's got to be in it. Here we find a situation that defies all logic. And it's a situation that on the surface, many would say can't be true or can't be real. Could you imagine being Moses and walking up on a bush that is on fire? I, don't, I didn't say it looked like it was on fire. It didn't seem to be on fire. There wasn't a probability that it was on fire. The bush was literally on fire. It was burning, but at the same time, it was not being consumed. Here's Moses. He's, he's face to face with this bush. This bush that's on fire, this bush that's burning, but because of the fire is having to deal with a great amount of heat. Watch this. Sometimes it's not the fire that harms us, but it's the fact that we are unable to withstand the heat. That's why some of y'all need to stay out in the kitchen, but that's leave it alone. But in the case of this bush, it was on fire, but it was not being consumed. Can I help you this morning? Merriam-Webster defines consume as this, to do away with, watch this, completely. It uses another definition to waste or to burn away. In fact, one of the synonyms for consume is devour. In other words, this bush was not supposed to remain in a state of wholeness. This bush was not supposed to still be standing after the fire of God burned out. The bush, however, had something within it that allowed it to continue to stand because God was in the bush. Now, because God was in the bush, when Moses approached the bush, he was able to see the bush burning but not being consumed. Can I ask you a question first, Antioch? 
Why haven't the fires in your life consumed you? Now, I ain't, I ain't been here but, 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 but 38 years myself, and I've had to witness some fires. So I know some of you have seen and been involved with some fires, but I can look and see that you're still here. Why, First Antioch, have you been able to make it through every hardship that you've ever had to face? And I know that you faced some where you felt like giving up, where you felt like throwing in the towel. But look at yourself and say, I'm still here, I'm still here, I'm still here. Why, First Antioch, have you been able to stand? when it looked like life was over, I would submit to you on this Sunday morning that the answer is because God was working with you. You see, you see, you see, hold on, I ain't got there yet. Hold on. You see, I've got to see myself as this bush. Uh-huh. I've got to see myself as something that God has allowed, watch this, to be set on fire. You didn't hear what I said. I've got to see myself as something that God has allowed to be set on fire. I've got to see myself as something that God has allowed to be burned. I've got to see myself as something that God has allowed to go through some harmful situations. I've got to see myself as something that God has allowed to go through some hardships, some struggles, some trials, and some tribulations. And when I see that it was God who allowed it, I should then see that it was God who kept me while I was in it. When I read this story, when I read this story, when I read this story of the burning bush, I should instantaneously be reminded that I have been at some point in my life this bush. Uh, this bush was going through something so I can look at myself and say that I've had my share of ups and downs. I can say that I've had some lonely seasons. I can look at the story of this bush and I can say that I've had some seasons where I was bearing fruit and where I was fruitless. Hallelujah. I can look at this bush and I can see that I've had some good days and I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days and I've had some sleepless nights but the reason why I'm still standing is because God is at work like the bush on the inside of me now watch this watch this watch this science tells me science tells me that the bush should have been consumed uh, but because God is the creator of fire, he he cannot be consumed by fire. And, and this bush was used by God to get a message to his servant Moses. Can I help somebody this morning? In other words, the bush could not be consumed because there was a message that needed to come forth from the bush. I already told you, you got to see yourself as the bush, didn't I? Now, let me help you on this Sunday morning. You can't be consumed by the fires of life. Why? Because there's a message that has to come, not just to you, but come through you. Somebody should have shouted right there. Let me say it one more time for you, in case you didn't hear me. The reason why you can't be consumed by the fires that burn in your life is because not only is God trying to get a message to you, but he's trying to get a message through you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be consumed because there is a people connected to you. Come here, Israel, that must be delivered from the hand of an Egyptian enemy. But you can't, the only way you can get through that is if you survive what's been burning you. You can't be consumed because you are being called Moses from a lowly place as a shepherd to the deliverer of God's people. I'm ready to close. So don't worry about the fire. You may be burning right now first, Antioch, but you won't be consumed. Don't worry about the struggles of life. You may be burning right now, but you won't be consumed. Don't worry about the temperatures rising in your life. It may get hot for a little while, but you won't be consumed. Tell your neighbor the fire is good for you. What is it good for? I'm glad that you asked. It's good because it'll refine you. Uh-huh. It's good because it'll make you better. Uh-huh. It's good because it'll bring more value to you. Uh huh. It's good because it'll remove some of the impurities. I'm not just talking about some things, but I'm talking about some people. It's good because it'll separate you from the things that are around you and in your life that have been decreasing your value. And I'm so glad on this second Sunday morning that even though I might be burning, even though I might be going through, even though I might be surrounded by heat even though I'm going through a hardship right now I know that God is at work in me because I am the bush hallelujah and I won't be consumed I won't be consumed because not only is God in the bush but because but I am the bush so God is in me I won't be consumed because God is trying to get a message to me because he wants to get a message through me I won't be consumed because I am the bush and I've got a greater purpose than where I find myself today. So it don't matter how it looks on today. I've got to look towards tomorrow. It doesn't matter how bad last week was. I've got to look towards next week. It doesn't matter how bad last year was. I've got to look towards next year. It doesn't matter that the doctor gave me a bad report the last time. But I've got to look forward to hearing the report of the Lord. It doesn't matter that I'm in a season of loneliness right now. I'm a bush that won't be consumed. And in the midnight hour, God is able to turn it around. Look at somebody and say, I might be burning, but I won't be consumed. I said, look at somebody and say, I might be burning right now. But I won't be consumed. Somebody ought to lift their hands and say, thank you, God, for letting me be the bush. Come on, thank you, God, for choosing me to burn in the fire. Thank you, God, for seeing something in me that I didn't see in myself. And I want to say thank you to God for letting me go in the fire, for keeping me in the fire. And when it's all over, he's going to bring me out of the fire and I'm not going to look like what I've been through. And I'm not going to smell like what I've been through. And I'm not going to be what I've been through. But I'll be better. So much better. Because God is in this thing with me. That's, that's why the fire couldn't be consumed, because God was in the bush. And I've got to see myself as the bush. 
that if he chooses me to go in the fire, as long as he's, watch this, in the bush, I won't be consumed. I won't be consumed. I won't be consumed. So they can talk about me all they want to. I, I won't be consumed. They can, they, can, they can stab me in the back. They can turn away from me, but I won't be consumed. They may go low, but I'm going to go high. Why? Because I can't be consumed. And I've got to get to the point. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. What would have happened if the bush decided that the God working in it couldn't do anything for it. Because y'all know that's what we do sometimes. That's what we do sometimes. We save, sanctify, Holy Ghost filled, and fire baptized until we get in the fire. But the same God that sustains me when the sun is shining ought to be the same God that sustains me when the rain is falling. The same God that keeps me in my sickness is the same God that keeps me when I'm well. The same God that holds me up when I want to throw in the towel is the same God that ought to stand right there with me when I want to be victorious. Come on, somebody. I came to tell somebody, somebody is burning. You've been looking for an answer. You've been trying to figure out how you're going to make it through this day. Let me, let me, let me help you. God has had a work in you. Look at somebody and say, you the bush, you the bush, you the bush, you the bush. They didn't believe you. Say it to yourself, I'm the bush. I'm the bush. And God is already at work in me. God is at work in me. And I've got to remember, if God is at work in me, watch this, I cannot. If God wasn't in the bush, the bush would have been consumed. Huh? That's why I tell people all the time, you hear me say it at the altar call, if I got to go through something, I would rather go through it with him. Because if I ain't got him, there's no guarantee and I'm coming out. But as long as he's on my side, no weapon. I almost jumped across this table. Formed against me. How about my Shandai? Shall prosper. Y'all stand up. I'm finished. I got to save something for later. Give you all about 10 minutes later. That'll add up to my normal preaching time for the day. I am the bush. The bush began to burn. Watch this. Before Moses came to it. Which tells me that when the fires begin to rage in my life, God is sending somebody to me. And I will be the evidence. Watch this. I will be the manifestation of what it means to go through something with God. Hallelujah. And not be consumed. My trial, my tribulation, my hardship is so that I can be a witness to the saving power of God. So I've learned how to say, Lord, thank you for the fire. Thank you for the storm. Thank you for the flood waters. Thank you for the lightning. Thank you for the rain. Watch this. Thank you for the sickness. Thank you for the backstabbing. Thank you for the disappointments. Thank you. Watch this. For knocking me upside my head and helping me to realize that I got some friends and family I'm trying to hold on to that don't mean no good to me. 
this God loves you so much that before he even began to form you in your mother's womb, he thought about you. He said, brother, so-and-so is going to do great things. Sister, so-and-so is going to do great things. He loves you so much. Watch this. That not only did he give you life, but understanding the sin nature of humans, he not just gave us life, but he gave us the gift of his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him, I mean, don't matter who you are, where you come from, how much money is in the bank, you ain't even got to be Christian. Hello, amen, somebody. Jesus was given to us just like he was given to the Muslim, to the Buddhist, to the Hinduist, to the atheist. The best part of it is I get to make a decision of whether or not I'm going to let him be who he's supposed to be. So with every eye closed, I want to ask a question. If you know, have, if you have heard of this God, but you haven't really given your life to him, you haven't confessed with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead according to Romans 10, 9. That's how you get saved. If you haven't done it, I promise you today's a great day to do it. Why? Because yesterday is gone and tomorrow you don't know what's going, what it's going to be like. Today's the best day to do it. Ain't no guarantee you're going to walk out of this building. I ain't trying to scare nobody, but we don't know when the Lord is coming. There's no guarantee that when you get in your car this afternoon that you're going to make it back home. There's no guarantee that when you lay down and close your eyes tonight that you'll open them up on Monday morning. I would wish to see you in heaven, but you've got to give your life to Christ. So that's my first invitation, to invite you into the kingdom of God, to come and give us your hand. We want to pray with you and pray for you. And make sure that you are a part of this family, this family being the body of Christ. If you're watching online and it's you, just say in the chat room, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. I promise we'll reach out, pray with you, and pray for you. My next, my next invitation, my next invitation. If you've been following us for some time, visiting us for some time, watching us for some time, and you want to make First Antioch your home base. Your home base. I'm not looking for members. I'm looking for partners. Members are fine when it comes to raising money, but I need partners because there's work to be done. I, we want partners here. If you're willing to come and partner with First Antioch and help us to become who God has called us to be, to train with us, to learn with us, to, to, to do, do great exploits for the kingdom of God. This is just a home base for us. You want to partner with First Anna, will you come? If you're watching online and it's you, you would like to become a, an official partner with this ministry, let's just put in the chat room, F-A-B-C. Just put in the chat, F-A-B-C, if you want to become an official partner with this ministry. I promise you that the uh, harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few, and we just need somebody to come and help us. We just want you to come help us. We just want, I would love to be your pastor. These people would love to embrace you and love on you and, and help you in your journey. Amen. Amen. This next invitation I want to make is to a backslider. There's a backslider that has a committed relationship. 
it's with the Lord. The Bible tells us that he is married, he's committed, he's in covenant, even with the backslider. In other words, once you have become saved and you start to slip away, guess what? He's just like the prodigal uh, son's father in Luke chapter 15. He's simply waiting on you to come on back home. He hasn't left. He hasn't moved. He's right where you left him. And he will love to have you come back. If that's you, come on, come on. We'll pray with you and pray for you. At Bible study, we talked about this the other night. We talked about how you don't need to wait for somebody else to move. Because guess what? Somebody is waiting on you to move. And your need is not from them. Your need is from God. Don't worry about who's looking, what they're going to say. In fact, if they got something to say, you come let me know. I'll deal with it. Because all of us have sinned. All of us have come short of uh, God's glory. And all of us who are already saved at some point had to, make, had to make the decision to be saved. We're all in this thing together. We're in this thing together. I promise you we are. I promise you we are. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for speaking a word to us and reminding us that we are the bush. And sometimes you allow us to go through some things, but it's never to harm us, but it's only to use us for the betterment of your kingdom. And we know that as long as you are inside of us the same way that you were inside of this burning bush, that no matter what we face, no matter what we go through, and no matter what we deal with, we don't ever have to worry about being consumed. Heavenly Father, I thank you. For every ear, I pray that it has not just been open, but every mind has been receptive to what you have willed to say to your people on today. I pray that your Holy Spirit will let each and every one of us not just retain this word for self, but retain it so that we can do, as Paul said, the work of an evangelist and share it with some brother, some sister, some neighbor, some co-worker, some random person we'll see at the grocery store or at the gas station who when you d d help us to discern within our own spirit that they are dealing with or going through something, we'll be able to minister a word to them that will remind them that you haven't left them and that you haven't forsaken them. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in this room. In fact, I pray right now that anyone who wishes to be filled by the power of the Holy Spirit will receive that right now in the name of Jesus. You didn't just come here to live with us, but you came to live within us. And for that, we say thank you. Oh, God, I pray now for, for everyone under the sound of my voice who is dealing with seasonal depression, who is struggling. Even as we enter into the holidays, some people are getting ready to have their first Thanksgiving without a loved one. They're, they're going to be celebrating a first Christmas without a loved one. There are some folks who, are, who would have been having birthdays, and they're going to be families who are experiencing first birthdays without their loved one. Spirit of the living God, I pray peace and comfort upon them even now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I bind the demon of depression and I cast it into outer darkness and I release upon your sons and daughters the joy of the Lord which shall be their strength in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for those troubled in their minds. God, I thank you. You woke me in my right mind this morning, but somebody is struggling. I pray peace upon them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I pray for the sick today, that you'll be Jehovah Rapha and heal them. I pray for the bereaved today, that you'll be Jehovah Shalom, their peace. 
I pray for the lost and the confused that you'll be Jehovah Sidkenu, their righteousness. Do for them as you have done for so many others over the years, oh God. Keep us and we shall be kept. Bless us and we shall be blessed. It is all, it is all. I feel, I feel, I feel. I feel protected. protected. Come on, it is all. Never disconnected. Never disconnected. Come on, that's a good place to be, y'all. That's a good place to be. I feel, I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather, rather be. Come on, all over the room. Can we lift that up from the top? I'm falling in love. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Best thing. The best thing the best I thing. ever. Come on, let's give God a great big praise right here. Amen, amen, amen. Let us look to the Lord. Father, we thank you. First of all, for thinking enough of us to let us see a brand new day. Thank you for reminding us that even in the fire, you're right there with us. Keep us, sustain us. Help us to go on about this journey the best way that we can. As long as we build our hopes on things eternal and hold to your unchanging hand, we will be all right. Heavenly Father, as we prepare to leave from this place, never from your presence, we pray that your spirit will stay right where it is and meet us here again at 3 o'clock. For those of us who are leaving, grant us traveling mercies to our separate destinations and bring us back safely this afternoon. We pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling, present us faultless before the throne with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we give thanks. The people of God said together, amen. Come from a poor family, I didn't have much, but the Lord been good to me. Come from a poor family, I didn't have much, but the Lord been good to me. Yeah, he been good, been good. Lord, you been good, you been good. I know you been good. 